Hey there, and welcome to the Leaving Today podcast, where our goal is to offer an insightful, informative, and sometimes humorous look into the world of the Disneyland Resort and the Disney IP. So please pull up a chair, put on your headphones, and enjoy the show. Thank you for listening. Welcome to the most anticipated announcement that I think I've ever had the opportunity to announce. Mark, what do you think it is? Uh, you're going to buy an annual pass. Ooh, good one. Jess, what do you think it is? You're actually going to write down notes. <laughs> you know what? While, while Mark's idea was good, Jess's idea was terrible, I'm going to say that you're both incorrect. Oh, no. What? Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I'm announcing today the actual release of the much-anticipated, much-awaited LTP t-shirts. What? Really? React! How did that happen? Exactly. What? Well, how did it happen? Um, I actually don't know because I had nothing to do with it, but I am here to announce it. So we have three, not one, but three designs. How many? Three. How many? Three. We have three designs, and you can put them on t-shirts, mugs, cases, and... Tank tops. Tank tops. Mark? I'm so stoked. Where, where can I get one? You can get one at T Public. All you gotta do is log on to T Public and then put in the search box, leaving today podcast, and then those three designs will pop up. We do have a sale, but that goes over real quick. So yeah. just pick them up. You can get colors, you can get sizes, you get all your options. So just go to tpublic.com and then put in leaving today podcast, and you'll see all three designs. Let us know what you think. Go get them. Go buy them. They're here. Hello, hello, and hello. Welcome to episode number 23 of the Leaving Today podcast. How's everyone doing tonight? Sir, I'll let you start. Why don't you start? I'm doing very well, thank okay, you. Getting you over go. being sick, but I'm here. Okay. Yeah, that's why I'm staying this side. I'm going to stay far away from you guys because you're getting over sick, being sick. Mark is... In the midst of being sick. And then I am clean and good, except for me halfway destroying my thumb this week. But I'm not sick. So in other injured. words, we're all falling apart. Yes. Excellent. It's a, it's a crazy season. So yes, it's, it's right. we've been almost at this for one year, so we're showing the signs of fatigue after one year. <laughs> Have we? Yes. When did we start? Um, I want to say January or so. I don't remember. Okay. Let me just tell you. So much has happened. Yeah, check it out. Maybe February. I don't know. So I thought we said it was so. February. I think it said February. Um, hang on. We, we don't should need probably to... figure it out so we can have like a birthday episode. Hey, there we go. Show idea birthday episode. Woo. And cake. And cake. I just want champagne. Okay. Well, sitting. Mart. Oh, no. Hold what? on. Oh. There's. It doesn't go all the way back. They disappear after a while. Did you know that? They don't. Yep. Do they really? Yep. You gotta episode go. Episode four is the only, is the last one. No, no. Because no. you, you went on. No, no, no. No, no, no. Okay, I'll find out. Wait a second. Wait a second. Good. Well, educate everybody because yeah, I don't okay. know. Well, the rest of them are looking for. Um, 
episodes, past episodes, sitting across <laughs> from me is uh, the party hero, Jess. Hi, guys. And sitting to the right of me is Trailmaster, Udi. Hello. Hello, and my name is Mark, and I am a little under the weather, but I am doing it because... I don't know. I'm sort of committed to it, and I uh, enjoy talking about stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, Udi would have been upset if I bailed out. No. No, but I wouldn't bail out, because we're on a schedule. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, so if you listen to us on iTunes, thank you very, very much. Uh, we uh, um, appreciate it. Please leave a comment. We have four. We need, like, more than that. Yeah, much more. Because I think the more you get, the higher you go, or you, you're more, I don't know, you're ranked higher. Yep. And if you listen to us on, on Stitcher... Thank you very much. You can also do Udi's two-step. Um, That's right. LTP two-step. Don't forget it. Isn't that cheating? Why? I don't know. I just feel like that's cheating. No, no. Okay. No, no, no. Okay. I'll just clarify why it's not cheating. It's okay. not. It is showing support for something you like. Fair enough. So if you like something, um, let's say like mm, me, I like Star Wars. Uh, I can't tell you how many times I've seen the original trilogy. Stop. No. She's so mean. But anyway, so there we go. And, and I don't take it like, hey, whatever. It's it's because I like it. Okay. There you go. Um, you can also listen to our show on leavingcitypodcast.com. And I failed to mention this earlier in, in any other show we've done, but uh, show notes for this episode and every episode can be found on leavingcitypodcast.com. So sometimes there's a picture that we're talking about or something we we're just like discussing. Um, those images will be on that on that page, so you can sort of uh, play along as we as we are, do our show. <laughs> play along. Because you know we talk about oh, there's a set of, there's a brand new rock formation being built, and it's, right. it's I put it on the site so people can check it out. Where there's a new art artwork that's for Star Wars Land. Or and just for reference, our first episode was posted on February twenty fourth. Oh. Now, where did you find that so that everybody knows? Because on our Living Today podcast. The website? Mm-hmm. Okay, I was on. They go away on the podcast iTunes. Mm-hmm. They disappear. Oh. So right now, the only one that's, that's four and up. No. Oh, I, I didn't know they cycled. Yeah, they can. They, they cycle. They'll like, hey, we're, you're, you're taking up room, so we're going to start dumping. So one, mm-hmm. one through three are gone. I'm going to have to write my congressman about that. Mm-hmm. Well, it's okay. You ask certain people, the show didn't get good till five. Oh. Well, I mean, I'm okay with that. <laughs> Episode four needs to be the benchmark. Four. That is the go. benchmark of all podcasts. That is so horrible. I see. What? You think it's horrible? No, no, no. Oh. I think I think that that she did not like that episode, and I'm sorry. I thought we were so good. That was such a good episode, a good we were point so on episode, point. and we're so on point. And then you're like, it was a terrible episode. I just didn't. It wasn't my favorite. Okay. <clears throat> See how she's backpedaling now? But anyway. Anyway, so tonight we're talking about, um, well, on last episode we kind of redid the timeline for Walt Disney, and we ended right on his death. So we're going to pick up where that left off, and we're going to talk about 1967 specifically, uh, about how the park was and things he was doing and what was going on. Um, but before that, we will have a round of one-on-one with Jess, and we'll cover our news. Yeah. 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 You listen to me now. You are talking about things that you do not understand. I'm trying to think of anything newsworthy. Oh wait, I I, I do feel an applause coming. But we'll here's what we're talking about tonight. What is it, Woody? What is it? The applause? No. What do we, what, what's the first news item that you want to talk about? 
No, because I, last episode, if you guys listened to, I remember I distinctly applauded. Yes, you did. And then I rescinded the applause. Yes. I remember why I rescinded the applause. I do. Okay. So I rescinded the applause because they said, oh, no, it's only promotional and it's only here. Blah, blah, blah. So I was like, well, that sucks. Mm-hmm. But what come out now? What happened, Jess? I have no idea what either of you ta- are talking about. We are talking about um, AP holders, the AP holders, and the by twelve get a, get thirteen months. Oh, and how we can we're going to get it? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So I said, if they change the policy, I would reissue the applause. Mm-hmm. So just as a preview. So what does that mean, Mark? Take it away. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I think it, it basically means if you um, renew your annual pass 40 days before the expiration date or before November of 2017, then you can still take advantage of this by 12, get 13 months. Yeah. So Now is that... Oh, go ahead. No, no. So, so that basically, my understanding is that then the people who have, like Jess, who has an AP... Yes. ...are now rewarded... Instead of just trying to pull in new people, which is nothing wrong with that. You're a business. You have to. But when you have your people, again, like Jess, yeah. which there are many, Mark was one, and I'm sure Mark will probably go back to it eventually, uh, who have, and I will eventually get one, life goals. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Hashtag life goals. So um, it will reward those people for that, which I think is awesome. Yeah. And I think Disney should do more to reward um Loyal people and loyal people for years, not just oh, you got an AP last year, okay, cool. But if you, I, I still think they need to expound on that. So, if you've had an AP for 10 years straight or five yeah. years straight or something, it's like, hey man, how about a little bit of a shout out? It can be something small, and 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 I think Disney should do that, sure. personally. So, <clears throat> but no, you can't get comfortable. Oh, no. <laughs> My question was, is it going to be acceptable for payment plans? Oh, probably. I'm assuming. Yeah. But I, I mean, AP is an AP, right? It's dedicated yeah, money. Yeah, but why not? Yeah. By 12, you know, if you pay for the full thing, you know, then you get, I don't know, I'm just thinking outside the box yeah. when it comes to I get you. money. Yeah, I get you. But I think at the end of the day, I think they should just leave it. Who cares? You, you, you got an AP. You're committed to that money. Yeah. There bit. you go. Now, don't they give you like special like AP pins or shirts or something or? Well, you I got a magnet two years ago. Ooh, I used to get bank. like a calendar in the mail. Okay. You know, haven't got that one in a couple of years. Um, the only thing I got was a, a renewal notice. Yeah, I've gotten those too. <laughs> now you can buy, you know, the special T-shirt. AP pins. Yeah. And shirts and things like that, but you do not get them. Okay. Bologna. That's not funny. Okay. I have nothing to say. Well, that's good news then for the AP holders. Yeah, so, I mean, uh, like I said, I reissued, I'm man my word, I reissued my clap because I think it's clap worthy. It is. It is. Can we, can we coin that now for for the rest of it? Clap worthy? Yeah, for clap. however long we do this for, we'll go. Is that clap worthy? Yes. Okay. Clap worthy. I like it. All right. We need to incorporate um, the forward-facing train seats in a t- <laughs> t-shirt or something, right? Oh, yeah. T-shirts, We'll hey. just get a picture oh. of Shannon on a forward-facing train. Bring in t-shirts. Yes, sir. Yeah, uh, I mine isn't here yet. I'm still waiting. I hope you guys wouldn't have ordered some. I know I've got mine coming. 
I don't think Jess has ordered hers. No. No, I had problems. I know, I know. Uh, I'm going to kind of reserve my judgment of you. I ordered one. I, I got one. Yeah, I'm, I did not. And those of you out there, please go to tpublic.com, search for Leaving Today Podcast, and order your swag. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Yeah. But anyway, moving <clears throat> forward. <laughs> okay. We're, we're not doing so good on this new segment. We're kind of it's all over fine. the place right now. It's, That's it's okay, fine. though. That's fine. I blame her. It's always my fault. Yeah, okay, the new, the, actually, the second news item, the first one was the uh, annual pass. Second one. <clears throat> I didn't even read your notes for that one. I know. On point. Off yeah. the top. No. Disneyland test preferred parking. Last oh, week, yeah. Yes. Disney, uh, last week, Disney quietly began a test of new preferred parking option <laughs> at the Mickey and Friends parking structure. Preferred parking gives access to a designated section on levels 2 to 6 of the Mickey and Friends parking structure closest to the elevators and escalators. The new parking rates are as follows. 18 for cars and motorcycles. 23 for oversized vehicles, motorhomes, and tractors without trailers. <clears throat> $28 for buses and tractors with extended trailers. And $35 <laughs> preferred parking for cars and motorcycles. Um, motorcycles, too? That's yes. a bit. Pass holders who already have the parking benefit on their annual pass can pay $17 at the toll booth to park in preferred parking for the day. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Dumb. I, <laughs> not, not clapworthy. No, unclapworthy. Who? Oh my god. Dumb. That's all I have. Why is it dumb? <clears throat> Why is it not dumb? Why is it? <laughs> I'm not disagreeing with this. No, I can't talk we're, we're, we're going. We're going deep thoughts right now. Go. <laughs> Why is it fair that, I don't know, I feel like if I get my cute little butt up at 7 o'clock in the morning, whoa, 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 big easy, time. and make it to the parking lot because I want to get close parking, you know, but let's say I get there at 7. Yeah. Oh, no, now I have to pay $17 to get the up close parking, and now I'm going to get parked in the freaking boondocks in the back, up the fifth floor all the way to the end, <laughs> which I parked in that very last spot on the top floor. It was not a pleasant walk. We seem to be made to suffer. It's our lot in life. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. I just think it's dumb. So so you want to leave it as a war of attrition then, huh? It is. <laughs> like, Early bird gets the worm, man. I like, that's, no, I work for it. I, I'm with you, you on that. You have to work for it. I mean, it does not bother me whatsoever because I leave my car at the hotel and I walk, so it doesn't mm-hmm. bother me. It's not going to hurt me at all. Yeah, but you got, yeah, you think about the other people. But so yeah. no, I agree with you. I mean... Sure, it's it's nice, but to me, I'm like, um, you're just finding another way to make more money on parking. And I think we've, we've discussed that a few times, how we all hate that parking nonsense. And uh, hey, but that new parking structure will be open in 18 months. So that's all I know Dumb. about that. <laughs> Easy. I'm you can start throwing stuff here in a second. It just bothers me. It's like, Waltz would not be okay with it. Exactly, and no. I think we, I think we did talk about that in our last yeah. last episode was how how we would how he would be uh, I think going. Come on, you guys are penny pinching everywhere, or not not penny pinching, but you're what's the word I'm looking for? You're just trying to suck coins from everything. Oh, you are. Yeah. Yeah. That's just not okay. And how much of an advantage do you get for the preferred parking, anyways? Well, and it's excluding the Pinocchio and Chippendale parking lot, correct? It didn't say that. I thought I read oh, yeah. that. It does. It does somewhere. Yeah. So it's excluding Pinocchio and, and Chippendale. So that takes away the first floor to the left 
and it takes away the outside area to the left. That's Pinocchio and then Chippendale. So that takes away both of those. So you're still going to be at... I, what they're going to end up doing is just blocking off like the first three rows of each parking structure or of each level and be like, okay, you can park here, here, here. Or not even the first three rows because once you get down to the end, it's going to be forever to walk. So it's going to be like the first four rows and like the first 15 spots in each row. Yeah. Yep. Because otherwise it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. Because yeah. you still have to walk for days right. even though you're in the first aisle. Right. Jeez. Right. It's God, I do not. I, I'll tell you what. I do not miss those days of parking. Um, I remember growing up, like sitting there, and having getting directed all the way, and then plus me driving through, you know, later on, and just like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. So that last visit when we just walked across, I'm like, oh my god. Right. Was it's worth staying in the janky yeah. hotel. Mm-hmm. Hey. It wasn't super jank. It was mine. No, this year it was okay. <laughs> there's been times. There's been times. But anyways. I slept all right. <laughs> oh, I sleep fine every time. Well, overall, I think it sucks. Not the hotel, but the parking. Yeah. The hotel's not that great either. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so next item is solar energy. The Orange County Register last week reported about a new installation of 1,400 solar panels mm-hmm. on the roof of Radiator Springs Racer Show Building. Mm-hmm. The solar array generates enough uh, electricity to operate 100 residential homes, according to Disney. That's awesome. Yeah. What are they doing with that electricity? Are they powering something? I think they're powering something in the park. Okay. Yeah. It's. I mean, we'll it's, an enti- it's a great idea. Sure. They have all that, those rooftops. Why not, man? No, I know. Put them on top of the, you know, all down Main Street and power your... Your shops. Okay, so without... What's that? Here we go. <laughs> no, go ahead. No, no, no. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep it here because I have many, many thoughts. And people who, who know me and talk to me know I have a lot of thoughts about a lot of things on this world. Yes. Um, one of them is um, what's called renewable energies. So as much as I believe it, that there is this stuff out there, I just hope... That they're doing it properly because there is, to me, like a lot of things, there's the scam side of it that's kind of crappy. The technology is kind of weak and doesn't really work very well. Um, and then there's a side of it that's really, really good. So I'm hoping what they're doing is that they're they're doing it the right way. That's why I ask, what are they doing with it, and are they doing it the right way? And I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna guess that they are. I'm gonna assume that they are because they're not, you know. But it, it sucks that I have to even think that way. But. Yeah. So I hope they're doing it right, and it's great. It's a great idea if they're actually doing it right, and they're being efficient, and they're being proficient with that stuff. And it'll and if they if it works, and they can expand out. I mean, why not? It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the more we do to become um, energy independent, and I mean, there Disney's a great can be a great leader in that because I mean, you think about it. I know other manufacturers. There's a particular manufacturer in the cycling industry. Mm-hmm. Um, that has a factory out in Connecticut, North Carolina, somewhere out there, and their plant is covered with solar panels, and they actually use it to power the entire facility. Okay. And they have so much surplus, they actually sell it back to the city. So I'm like, there you go. So it would be fantastic if that's what Disney... So if they can do that, awesome. I mean, think about it. Um, then it cleans up so much stuff and it can make the place better. So that's what I'm just hoping for. That's why I'm like trying not to go crazy because I can go all over the place with that. So anyway. Yeah. You right? okay? Yeah, I'm falling apart. You guys are a wreck, man. I'm just trying to be healthy before my trip. Fair enough. Fair enough. Where are you going again? No, don't say it. Vegas. Okay. There you go. 
She's lying, but it's okay. No, Everyone two knows. Days. Everyone knows where she's going. <coughs> two days. Two days. We split it up. Two days Disneyland, two days Vegas. No. Yeah. So that's why I need my driver's license to come in the mail because what am I going to do in Vegas without an ID? Look at a lot of people play. I'm gonna, I can't even step off the, or onto the carpet. I'm like, ma'am. Yeah. Keep it moving. You look yeah. like you're 17. Anyways. <laughs> Does she look like she's 17? No, not anymore. Now <laughs> I look like I'm 18. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Oh, my goodness. Anyway. Yeah, so we'll, we'll see what they do with the solar, solar energy. Yeah. I, I, hope it's, I hope it's done right, and I hope they, they do that. And, and if they can, like I said, if they can build on it, that'd be fan-freaking-tastic. Yeah. Cool. Uh, the fourth item <clears throat> is Hong Kong Disneyland plans a $1.4 million, sorry, for one point, uh, I'll read that again. I feel bad now. Okay, so Hong Kong Disney plans a $1.4 billion upgrade. Uh, the upgrades announced Tuesday in Hong Kong will include... Okay, I'm going to read this and then make my <laughs> comments. An entire section themed around the animated movie... <clears throat> dun, da, da, da. Frozen. <clears throat> At first, any Disney park... Oh, a first for any Disney park. I know you guys suck. Arendelle can go to. Never mind. Uh, plans also call <laughs> uh, call for a hugely amped up castle, which hmm, here's something that's going to bother Mark and Jess. Multiple rides based on Marvel superheroes, mm-hmm. uh, a new nighttime show with fireworks and fountains, and a performance venue based on Moana, which just came out. So why? Because it's popular. Mm-hmm. Oh, but it's, okay. An animated musical that arrives in U.S. theaters this week. Yeah. Okay. Um, so construction will begin in 2018 and conclude 2023 with new offerings coming online almost every year during the period. The plans are subject to final approval by Hong Kong Legislative Council and the Disney Board. Hmm. That's it for that. Yeah. Hmm. All right. So comments. It's not in my park. I don't care. Okay, cop out, cop out. Come on, give me. It's not. I did, nothing about that bothers me. Okay, well, here's why it might bother you. Um, <clears throat> we don't talk about other parks so much besides Disneyland and DCA, and I sound horrible. <laughs> Sorry. Um, you want some water? I've got tea. Oh, good. Just drink a lot of it. So you're drinking what? What are you drinking? My phone's not on. I know. I am drinking hot chocolate. Hot chocolate. You're drinking tea. Yeah. And I'm drinking something that's supposed to be in the semblance of alcohol, which is really not. It's not. It looks good, though. (laughs) But anyway, continue. It's important because um, we talk about other parks because at some point it might come back to Disneyland. Unfortunately. And so Mm -hmm. them starting a new Arendelle village over there, they're going to figure out what works, what doesn't work, and go, we might be able to plug this into Disneyland Anaheim. See, that's why that's why I ask. You 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 can't go small minded on this one. No, it's okay, so we're already kinda getting the frozen thing. Well well So that doesn't correct. bother me so much. Correct. The Marvel stuff doesn't bother me very much because it's gonna go in DCA if it does. You hope. Where the else are they gonna put it? Okay, so without going too far into it, we already know once Star Wars Land hits, okay, uh-huh. Tomorrowland's gonna be a ghost town. We got it. We got to think about that. I, don't I think honest... they're going to turn Tomorrowland into a Marvel okay. theme. I don't thing. think so either. But I'm thinking you're going to have an entire land 
that's going to be kind of like, what are we doing with it now? We've, we've talked multiple times about how Tomorrowland is a forgotten land that needs some serious attention. So I'm one, it just, you know, I'm just thinking, you know, there are things that make you go, hmm, that's a whole land that's going to be like, and to me, it's going to be like a desert because there's nothing. It's going to be empty. It's going to be empty because you're going to see Star Tours. That's going to be, there's going to be Star Tours. That's, there you go. It's a lever on the side. There we go for any. It was on. Oh. It was. So my phone's broken. Okay. Sorry, guys. Quit dropping it. Um, So, um, so yeah. So other than Star Tours that, you know, looking at the plans is not going to be moving. Um, What's else? Space Mountain. But see, but the thing is, like, all those things are going to lose. I think they're going to lose. I mean, other than the classics of Star Tours and and that, I think I still think uh, Tomorrowland's going to start suffering. Oh, well, for sure. Big time. So I don't know. It makes me wonder what are they going to do? Because you think about the building in the corner right there where we went, you know, for the Jedi experience and all that stuff. It's like, what? What? That that doesn't yeah. belong there anymore. That's true. Because it doesn't split. So we're gonna, have, you know, what are they gonna do? So I mean, I I, I we still have Nemo. Well, again, it's it's not even they they redid that and they took it away from a classic and now it's just whatever it is. But you know why they took it away from the classic? Because it was boring and slow. No, it's because of the <clears throat> the wheelchair accessibility, the handicap no. accessibility. That's why it went away at first. Yeah. But as always. So anyway, um, so yeah, so it makes me worried. So that's what I'm saying. You have, like, Mark is right. You got to think about this because it can come to you. So think about that. As long as it doesn't go into the into Disneyland, if it goes into DCA, which is where it belongs. What are we talking about? Frozen? Marvel. <laughs> Frozen. It can take over Toontown. No, and see, that's that's where I'm only gonna agree with you. If they're gonna do something, because Toontown, it's just, just gotta go. It was a fun. Rough. I it was fun know. when it was loud. Mm-hmm. You know, we used to go in there and it was just obnoxiously loud yeah, and the like doors. It actually, actually worked, yeah. Yes. Now it's very quiet and just blah. Yep. And it's closed half the time. It always I, feels like it's closed. So, no, no, I, I agree. I agree. I think if they did that, they'd have to do something with that. But anyway, so if they do Frozen, we've said it before that that's where it belongs. If they're going to do an Arendelle, yes. it kind of flows with it. If you wanted to, they could probably work some way to kind of flow it through Fantasyland and work it, you know, make it smoother transitions, but we'll see. But anyway, moving on. So there you go. you got to care. Okay. you got to care a little bit. Well, I do care this much. Okay. And for all of you, this much is like the size of a Jolly Rancher. It's a wee bit. That much. It's a wee bit. That's it. That's all I care. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Oh, no, we're good. Okay. No, I'm just saying for your, for your, for your voice. Well, I, that was all of our news. Oh, that was it? Okay. That was it. That was the end of the segment. So we shall see what, what Hong Kong Disney does. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's Hong Kong, yeah, it's Hong And I'm not, again, I, I'm, not, I'm not a fan of how Hong Kong, I think, has done some stuff to our park. I mm. just think, I, I know they're going to say no, but I, I don't know, I can't help but have that feeling like because of the money that's being spent over there and all that stuff. Oh, well, of course. I mean, why, yeah. I mean, yeah. That's why, now that's why they're, you know, charging for preferred parking so that they can do <laughs> Hong Kong. <laughs> kidding, kidding. Oh, don't. Okay, I'm gonna stop because I can run for another two hours. I can go into politics and geopolitics and start figuring how. And I can loop it all. I swear to you, I would loop it all the way back to Disneyland, but I'm just not gonna do it. Don't do it. <laughs> that's not because that's not what this show is about. <laughs> but what this is about is another segment. Oh my <laughs> god. 
I'm sorry. <sighs> it's 101 with Jess. It's what? 101 with Jess. 101 with Jess. It's kind of creepy. It's very creepy. Okay. <laughs> to all who come to this happy place, welcome. Welcome. Welcome to 101 with Jess, where we see the magic of Disney through the eyes of a passionate guardian of Walt's legacy. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, welcome back to 101 with Jess. So, this week... Oh my goodness. I was sick and whatnot, so I decided to kind of keep it light and just go with some a little FF, some fun facts Oh. Um, that some people would probably don't know about. Some of, Actually, there's a few in here that I didn't know about. Okay. So We'll, we'll see how many I don't know. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, but I wanted to give both of you the opportunity to give me each one fun fact. Don't have one. Lies. Before I go into mine. So we'll start <laughs> okay. with Mark. Okay. He's probably got a better one. That than way, mine. his voice can rest longer. <clears throat> a little longer. <laughs> um, I'm very generous. Okay, so to one of who? Never mind. All right. Uh, the Casey Junior Circus Train mm-hmm. uh, that opened on July 31st of 1955, a couple weeks after the park opened. Um, it was not an opening day attraction, um, but that ride's original intent was to be the park's only first and only thrill ride. It was supposed to be a, a uh, higher speed roller coaster, <laughs> but um, but they could not figure out how to make it work in its intended purpose. So they had to totally retheme it and redo it, and so that's why it was like two or three weeks behind opening. Wow! Because it wanted to be like a, a, a higher speed roll. Really? Like, yeah, like a roller coaster. Like ride. thunder. Yeah. Huh? I didn't know that. Yeah. So they had to tame it down a little bit. That's hilarious. Yeah, and it's the way it is right now, and it's been that way for 60 years. That's hilarious. I love it. I love that ride. I'm surprised you didn't know that. I didn't know that. I worked that ride and didn't even know it. Okay. Wow. Yeah, I didn't know that. Booty booty. (laughs) Fix your phone. I I literally think it's broken, guys. Like, it's on silent. No, you... I want to hear your news fact. Okay. So the one that I have, while you're handing me your phone... Let me figure it out. (laughs) Is... Um, now, I don't know if this is, like, 100% true. I think it is, but I can't, I don't have, like, all the way solid evidence for it. But, uh, reportedly, one Mr. George Lucas was at opening day. No, th- shut yeah. the front door. Yeah, which, if you think about it, it makes sense. If you look at it age-wise, he was a young kid. I mean, he was, um, oh, I can't remember the year, how old he was when he came out with Star Wars, which was in 77, so that was only... How old a was scant, he then? It was only a scant um, 22 years after um, Park opened. So, uh, he, he had to be young kid because I think when he... How old was he? God, I got to figure that out. But anyway, so, reportedly he was there during opening day. So, there you go. That's mine. You don't know what year he was born? I can't remember. Right off the top of my head, I don't research that much. I don't... Honestly, for for as much as I like Star Wars, I'm not a George Lucas guy as that okay. goes. I give him his props. But I'm not like. But a, you're not a like a 1944. Yeah. There we go. So he was 11. Yeah. So it makes sense. So and he was, and he lived in San. He grew up in Central California. So. Modesto. There we go. Oh. Mr. Borba, find that out for me if you hear this. Yeah, you better be listening, Ricky. Yeah. So if Ricky, if you're hearing this, back me up on that one or not. 
I should, he would I should, know. I should actually, I, I should send him a tweet and ask him if he knows. We should okay. definitely. I'll do that next him. time. Okay. I'll tweet him. All right. Yeah, I did not know about the Casey Jr. I didn't know about that until you or until George. So thank you. I learned something today. Just you ready for mine? No. For your minds to just be blown? Yes. <laughs> they better be good. Because if I know these, I'm going to be seriously disappointed. I will tell you this right now. I'm just going to say this. You have how many? Um, I have eight. Okay, you have eight. So if I know more than... If I know half of these, you failed. Okay. Okay? All right. And no lying. You can't act like oh, you know. You know me because I am I'm freaking Moody honest. doesn't lie. I do not That's lie. That's why I always ask him. Yeah. I, I tell... She, I have told her some harsh truths in her life. And I like it. Okay. <laughs> so, the first one. <clears throat> I know it. Okay. <laughs> uh, the partner statue has not always been at the hub. It was added in 1993. And although many people believe Walt is pointing to Main Street or the train station or simply towards the future... Sculptor Blaine Gibson has said Walt is pointing out to the crowd and saying to Mickey, look at all the happy people who have come to visit us today. Mm-hmm. Knew that. Didn't know that. I knew that one. I knew, I okay, so I, uh, I know half of that. Okay, I'll be honest. Okay. So I didn't know about the 19, the, when it got there. I do remember about the pointing, though. Okay. Is he using one hand or one finger, two fingers, he's or he's a full using, hand? He's using a freaking full finger. Is he? <laughs> I don't know. Somebody Google it. Okay, um, okay. All right. Go, continue. I'll mm. find out for you. Trash cans are strategically placed so guests are never more than 30 steps from one. Did not know that. I did not know that. 30 steps from a trash can. Um, wait, yeah. Wait. I liked that one. Are really you opening your Disney Magic Kingdom game so that you can look at yeah, the beca- No, Because if you look at this game, the hub is right there. And he's in a full hand. Excellent. <laughs> okay, this one, number three, I had no idea about. There is a secret pet cemetery off to the side of the haunted mansion. Mm. It's not visible from the queue. You have to be escorted around the side to see it. I had heard about that. So you can ask a cast member, and I don't know how, you know, because they're always so busy and how true it is now. Um, but all those, when you're walking through the queue, the pet cemetery, all the pet yep. headstones are there. Yep. They used to be off to the side. Yep. I and they moved that. most of them out to the queue, but there's still like three or four that are still back there that you can see. Yep. No I actually way. did know that. Had no idea about it. Yep. I saw um, a picture on, or a video on YouTube about it. Wow. And um, yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah, I've never seen it, but I know I heard about it. So, so now I'm going to have to ask when I go. Okay. <clears throat> Tilly, the mannequin who stands at the ticket booth at the Main Street Cinema, mm-hmm. wears a name tag listing her hometown as Marceline, Missouri, which is what? Isn't that where Walt was born? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Did not know that one. So I didn't either. I've never right. looked at her name tag. Yep. No. But yeah, she's listed as Walt's hometown. Number five. Most cast members, excluding performers, have their shirts tucked in. The only exception is the Tiki Room. Because the tiki room reminds guests of a more relaxed island casual atmosphere. But what's the old pirate's costume? I have no idea. Yeah. The old pirate's costume was out too because yes. it was like that buckle, that belt built belt that came around with the big buckle. Now yeah. it's kind of I don't remember their old costumes. You don't? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were Would they you? were they were kind of I don't know. I, to me they're kinda of like just jazz up pajamas. Yeah, like the, yeah. Right? I mean, yeah. they're kind of like that. So I could have sworn those were out unless maybe not. Now I'm trying to. Because Walt had everything tucked in. Hmm. Just like if you ever noticed no, every, cast members. Everywhere um, else. Yeah, no, no, everywhere else. Their name yeah, tags. Yeah. 
are always to the left over your heart. Mm-hmm. Um, no. I'm lying yeah. to you. No. Aren't they? No. Yes. They're in the middle. No, they're not. Left. I'm trying to remember what happened. We had to wear them in the middle for Fantasyland because of the embroidery on the shirts. Oh, because of your shirt. And so they were ruining the embroidery on our shirts. Well, so we couldn't wear them here. We had to wear them yeah. here. Well, that they makes changed sense. that halfway through me working there. Now they're back to their left over yeah. their heart. Yes. No, because Final I remember. Answer. Yeah, I remember that because you're, that that, pen, that embroidery comes off the shoulder. Yeah, yeah, my little old lady blouse. Yep. <clears throat> Anyways. There's, okay. a good, there's a couple good pictures of you in those. It's pretty good. I love them. Yep. My pea green pants with the red stripes mm-hmm. down the side. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Anyways. <laughs> Number six. Uh, the shower in Walt Disney's apartment has three nozzles at varying heights, which hit different parts of the body. Didn't know that. Didn't but that's know not. That. That's weird. Kind of weird, right? Well, I mean, it's. it's it, well, like no, relaxing. I'm thinking about. No, I'm thinking about for the time period. Isn't that kind of weird? Because now it's kind of commonplace. But yeah. back then. Okay, Um, and Tower of Terror is 183 feet tall, making it, and I this I think this was done last year, so this might not be accurate now, making it currently the tallest building in Anaheim. Yep, I knew that one. Uh, Yeah, it 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 peaks over. I mean, you can you can just visually see it. Yeah, like you're like tower. Huge. Yeah. Yeah. And number eight, there are no corner curbs on Main Street. Everything is rounded. There are no corner curbs. Okay. Shoot. You never, it's the small well, things no, you never no, notice. No, no, no. But I'm thinking, like, they're not hard edges. Mm-mm. They're rounded. Mm-hmm. I mean, so it's not like a curb, like it's hard edge. I mean, but there is a definite lip, but it just it's a rounded lip. Yeah. So it's not like a lot of the curbs we have now where it's a complete, like, yeah. rolling down one. Mm-hmm. But it's round. Okay. Yep. That's kind of, I don't know. All right. It's not like what we have now, like in most streets, no. where you can just kind of drive up onto it if you're not even paying attention to it. Right. Um, so, but okay, I see that. No hard edge. No hard edges. That's all I got. Those, those are my. So those many, are my eight. How many did I know? I don't know. I was just checking them all off. Okay. I don't know what I was doing. You knew. Um. Three uh, of them. You knew three of them. Okay, so you won. Hey. Yay! yay. I never lose. <laughs> oh. <gasps> Where do you want to start? Where you have? So, um, <laughs> I kind of like the fun facts. I like fun, you know, yeah, I like the fa- random fun facts. You haven't done those in a little bit. I haven't. So no. I figured, you know, and I mean, next week or next recording uh, is going to just be, it'll be just be a trip report from when I'm there. Um, so keep an eye out on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and all. No, not Twitter. I don't Twitter. Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, and I'll be doing some things on there. Not too much because I am going to dedicate this trip to me. Good. Since it's my birthday trip. Mm-hmm. Good, good, good. Um, yeah, don't share at all. Oh, well, okay, just share with me then. I'm just going to share a little bit. Okay. And if anything, yeah, that's all I'm going to do. Share more with me. So, I can't wait. I'm really excited. Splash is back open, so I get to ride. Super <laughs> pumped. <laughs> good. Dang it. All right, anyway. Anyways, so yeah, that's all I have, but I'll Thank you have a trip report with you guys next Thank you for Next that. Recording. I'm just cheering because the segment's over. All right. Woo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Me too. No, I'm kidding. Kidding. Love you guys. Okay, so let's move on to our feature presentation. Well, I'll say. I'll say it for Mark. Feature. Uh, feature presentation. Presentation. <laughs> and now for our feature presentation.
It's just one section of a creative world where new attractions for Disneyland are conceived. Now, a great deal of time, sweat, and a few tears were expended on all this, but there's a lot of satisfaction in developing ideas into realities which become a part of Disneyland. Now, we've just finished the first year of our second decade. It was a big year for the opening of many new attractions. Since they were opened, seven million people have enjoyed them. So we'd like for you to see and enjoy them too. Um, so we're gonna talk about the park and what was going on in 1967, uh, right after Walt Disney had passed away. Um, but before that, I wanted to read a quote um, actually, this quote is not about Disney, Walt Disney, but um, this actually is a quote um, about J.R.R. Tolkien from, okay. from Peter S. Beagle. Uh, and this is, if you have any of the trilogy of the Lord of the Rings stuff, um, he wrote a small introduction. Geek. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> however, he wrote a nice little section at the beginning of it, and I'm going to pull a small paragraph out of it because what he says about Tolkien is exactly what I think about Walt Disney. Okay. So tell me if you think this is true. All right. Okay. And I'm going to quote it for, verbatim. <clears throat> I said once that the world he charts was there long before him, and I still believe it. He is a, he's a great enough magician to tap our most common nightmares, daydreams, and twilight fancies, but he never invented them either. He found them a place to live, a green alternative to, to each day's madness here in a poisoned world. What do you think about that? Yeah, that's pretty appropriate. Oh, absolutely! Like, like I, I see what he's talking about, Alt Token. But then I'm thinking to myself, yeah, that's pretty much a wall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. absolutely. You can apply that straight over. Yeah, I mean straight none, over. None of this stuff Walt really created. No, no. But he found a place for all this to live. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean he he tapped a lot of things in all of our psyche and all of our emotions in this one place. And that's some of the talent, you know, it's... Well, it's it's the genius. I mean, we've said it, I've said it a a few times um, about his genius um, and how you look at every park, or I'm sorry, every land in the park, and you can just see the genius in every single one. And then not only that, then how they all work in concert with each other. So, Mm -hmm. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, because you really think about it, there's nothing... In the park, really, that is his own creation. I mean, I mean, yeah. well, now, well, Mickey. But still, even then, you can sit there and go like, well, it's a cartoon, so. But still, I mean, I think you think about the lands, like, you think about the rides, you think about everything, just like, it's, it's stuff that's out there, so. It's very cool. Yeah. I like it. I, yeah, cool. that's very well put. Okay, yeah, I, I mean, he totally said it right. Um, it's Walt. <clears throat> so we're talking about 1967. Just real quick. If we're putting a reference in 1967, um, the, the cost of a park ticket to get into was $3 for mm-hmm. juniors. That was, um, no, sorry, uh, $3 for adults. Mm-hmm. Juniors, 17 through 12. 12 through 17 were two fifty, and children, 3 through 11, were, were 75 cents. Good Lord, I wish. Um, the 10-ride coupon book was for $4.50. 15-ride <laughs> coupon book was five fifty. Um they also started the date night program after five o'clock when the park was open until after 10. On, there were a few nights a week when the park was opened uh, after 10. And from five o'clock on, on those nights, they had date nights that cost uh, $6.50, included two admissions, 
and 10 adventure coupons. Yeah. I did not know about that. That's kind of cool. Uh, average, right average median household income in 1967 is going to blow you away. About $6,100. <laughs> if you do that today, that's about $45,000. <laughs> Uh, milk was fifty-seven. Sorry, forty-seven cents a gallon, and gas was thirty-one cents a gallon. Wow. I miss. Oh my gosh. <clears throat> Don't get me started. I get right, happy when I see two dollars and thirty cents a gallon. Right. What for gas? Yeah. Two oh eight, yo. Where at? Where you get gas at? Right around the corner from my house. A.M. P.M. Mm, well, look at her face. Too much good yes. stuff there. Okay. Anyway. Yeah, what? That's I only use Chevron. I'm All sorry. right, Judgy. So I have a few quotes here, and then I think Jess will interject a few things because okay. my, my voice is um, not all that great. Um, but I did a little bit of research on this. So I'm going to go back. We're talking like 1966 now because we have to re- like rewind. Um, <clears throat> Walt was kind of knowing things internally. Things were shutting down. He didn't kind of make that public or known too much. Uh, so when Walt was nearing his death sometime in late November or early December, he was quoted as saying, I think by this time, my staff, my young group of executives, and everyone else are convinced that Walt is right, that quality will win out. And so I think that they're going to stay with that policy because it's proved that it's a good business policy. Give the people everything you can give them. Give them the place. Keep, keep the place as clean, as clean as you can keep it. Keep it friendly, you know. Make it a real fun place to be. I think they're convinced that they'll hang on if, as you say, well, after Walt Disney. So that's him talking about himself in the third person. Mm-hmm. Um, find it kind of sad to hear him talk mm-hmm. like that. A little bit, yeah, because clearly when, you, when someone speaks like that, you know. Yeah. He, he knows. Yeah. He knew. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I'm going to go back to that in a second because I actually had one that's just something about that. Um, his brother, Roy O. Disney, was quoted as saying he was a planner. He loved planning things that, that might be three, five, even ten years in the future. Walt's genius was that he would come up with an incredibly novel, innovative thing that could only be imitated after a couple of years. Meanwhile, he would have this very healthy margin until his competition figured out what he was doing and drove the price (laughs) down to a competitive level. Then he would do the next thing. He concluded, when Walt died, they just stopped doing that. They just started doing the same thing. They basically built a twin of Disneyland, Disney World, but bigger. Upon his death, the Disney organization had more than 4,000 employees, many of which had been with the company for over 30 years. Um, Okay. On the day of his death, there was, of course, discussion about closing the park in his honor. Just a few years earlier, it had been closed hearing the news of the assassination of John F. Kennedy. So many assumed that it would be closed if Walt had died. Dick Nunes, who would go on to be the chair of Disney Attractions, said best... What ultimately remained open that day. What was always uh, always about doing what was right by the people. People had driven here to come to the park, and they were going to have a park to enjoy. Roy Disney, who had been set to retire, decided instead to finish the Walt Disney Project as well. So that's why they kept it open, because uh, Walt just wanted to give people value. And he, he understood families had driven out there and and planned and invested time to come out and check this park out and he didn't want to turn them away um <clears throat> so let's I'll talk just real, real briefly and then jess can take over uh in january of 1967 the city of anaheim began to take steps to preserve disneyland's and here's a quote air quote um in another world effect with the creation of a 1000 acre commercial recreation zone 
The park was then zoned for agricultural use and the creation of a special district. So the city of Anaheim completely re rezoned what this park was and kept it in a special area mm -hmm. um, after Walt had died. Um, okay, so I have more stuff, but my voice is cracking a little bit, so Jess, you can take over, because there were a few things he was working on before he parted. There was. Um, your voice cracking, my nose is going. It's great. I'm sorry, guys. I feel fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, good for you, Oh, man. That's me That's knocking on the table. Yeah, that was clapworthy. Thank you. Okay, so um, as we kind of started off, the beginning of 1967 marked the beginning of the first year in Disney history without Walt. Though he was no longer there to lead the company, Walt's dream lived on. As Disneyland, or at Disneyland, 1967, saw the unveiling of, of an attraction which has gone on to become a Disney classic, as well as the addition of one new land and the, re and the reimagination of another. Hmm. So, <clears throat> prior to his death, Walt worked with the Imagineers to create a pirate-themed attraction for his California park. The attraction called Pirates of the Caribbean would take guests to a take guests on a swashbuckling adventure back in time where pirates sailed the high seas. Yep. <clears throat> Together, 68 humans and 54 animal audio animatronics would bring the story of Pirates of the Caribbean to life. After the success of It's a Small World at the 1964 New York World's Fair, it was decided Pirates of the Caribbean, which was originally envisioned as a walkthrough attraction, would also be built as a boat ride. The attraction, which operated, which opened in 1967, just uh, just three months after Walt's death, was the last attraction he worked on. And there's a really cool, I want to say it's on, it's on the first Pirates DVD, Pirates of the Caribbean DVD, and I think it's it should be on there. If not, you can YouTube it. There's a really cool clip of Walt talking to one of the Disney ambassadors and yeah, showing yeah. her the sketches. And whatnot, um, and how the sketches go for how they go from sketches to mm -hmm. the molds to you mm -hmm. know like the little molds to this and that. And um, it's really cool. It's yeah. it's really neat to watch him, yeah, um, and hear him talk about it. That's one where he says um, <clears throat> he asks her how do you if you go down the waterfall how do you get back up? So, yeah. Okay. I love that one. Yeah. Okay. So and my favorite part about that is when he's showing her one of the little figurines. And then there's sketches behind it, and it's the guy, it's the pirate going towards the end where he's half on the dock, half on the boat, holding all the, yep. like, all the stuff, and yep. he's wobbling. Yep. And she goes, oh, well, I hope he makes it. And he goes, well, you can't, and you see, sh he can't make it because if he does, the, sh the, the show will be over or there'll be no show. Yep. So it was really cool. And it's neat to hear him talk like that and, you mm -hmm. know. So, God, I love that man. So anyways. <clears throat> Um, Pirates of the Caribbean was not the only new addition to Disneyland in 1967. The areas surrounding the attraction also opened as a new themed land, New Orleans Square, including the $8 million, $8 million spent on pirates. <clears throat> this new land cost $15 million to construct, the same amount spent on the Louisiana Purchase of 1803. <laughs> in February 1967, the first New Orleans Square attraction, the Pirates, the Pirates Arcade Museum opened. The attraction showcased a variety of pirate artifacts, which is cool. I'd like them to still have that. Yep, that would be cool. Isn't there like a pirate like gift shop there? Didn't we look there at there's a gift shop. You but and I looked at Pieces that. of eight. Yeah, yeah. There's stuff there, but mm -hmm. not, not the same. Okay. Yeah, yeah. clearly. Yep. <clears throat> 
So the addition of pirates in okay, the addition of pirates in March 1967 also brought about the addition of the Blue Bayou restaurant mm. in New Orleans Square. The restaurant was built to fully immerse guests in the story as they dined on Cajun and Creole cuisine while overlooking the Pirates, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean attraction. We've had our comments. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just, <laughs> I don't like that place. Moving forward. Well, <laughs> you don't like it because the price is high, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, and I mean, they, they left a... kind of food either way. No. They left a bad taste in my mouth, no pun intended. Mm. Um, when they charged me to split the food. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's ridiculous. They just blew me away. So, yeah, they left a bad taste but in my mouth. But given that... It is a pretty unique environment. It's an amazing experience. Well, then, I mean, we've said it before, I think, is that when you're there, you're paying for the environment. Yes. Yes, sir. So I, I as much as I, I've said it before, Pirates is my number one IP that I love from Disney, but I still won't do it. Okay. I yeah. cannot do it because I know it's blatant to me what they're doing, so I'm like, no. <laughs> I see what you're doing. No. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, do it. if it was, I don't know, if it was maybe the food was a little different, Um I just don't think that it was as good as for the price. Oh, yeah. I, I agree. Yeah. But, yeah. So anyways, um, moving on. So just a few months later, in June of 1967, the most exclusive restaurant in all of Disneyland opened, which was? Oh, what, Club 33? Yes, Club, Club 33. Yeah. So um, Club 33 also took some of its inspiration from the 1964 New York World's Fair, believe it or not. So after seeing the VIP lounges at the fair, Walt wanted to recreate that atmosphere at his park, and he wanted a special area for visiting dignitaries and other special or other important guests. So he um, he asked an artist, Dorothea Redman, and the set designer um, Emily Curie to help design the exclusive club. And then even though that the uh, Club Thirty Three didn't open before Walt's death, mm-hmm. so. Um, Many of the antiques, though, that are still today inside Club 33 were personally handpicked out by Walt. So, still got to get in there. One day. I want to ma- I, I make a couple comments about Club 33 real quick. Okay, first off, um, before Club 33 was built, he would have special guests and dignitaries meet at a private room that was in the Plaza Inn. Really? Which was known as the Red Wagon Inn back then. Okay. So we had chicken that night. Oh, you guys had the chicken? We did. And he had pasta. Oh, pasta. Um, it was good pasta. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was a special room there that he would have that. Okay. Uh, yeah. And another thing about this club is Walt was pretty dead set against having alcohol within the park. Yeah. But um, what happens is, like, in, in anything, when you are trying to build something, when you're trying to get something done, you have to rely on sometimes bigger corporations to help you out. Mm-hmm. Um, so General Motors was a big sponsor of this of the World's Fair and yeah. this exhibit. And they actually helped Walt build all this stuff with their money. Okay. But there was a bigger price to pay in just money. They, they wanted Walt to make something within the park so guests could come in and check things out. And so he was sort of forced to do this. Something. Yeah. yeah. So it, it, it kind of went against his principles, mm-hmm. but he sort of had to pay back General Motors by doing this. So this, that's why we have Club Club 33 now. And I, I still, I mean, I do want to go check it out. I still don't quite understand the reasons why it's there. Yeah. For those of you that can't see me, yeah. I'm rubbing my fingers together you, for you money. You do that a lot. 
No, Disney does that a lot. Well, no, that's what I'm saying. That's you, you see where I'm going with that. Yeah. <laughs> so, in other words, yeah. So he had to pay back a little bit for that. <laughs> so, um, those are those are my notes that I have. I mean, I do have like a closing statement, but I know that oh, no. you want to add to it. Yeah. So, um, because the other the other big thing that he was working on um, prior to his death was. Um, Tomorrowland. Mm-hmm. Uh, in 1955, when Tomorrowland was was released to the uh, world, it was, and if you look back on our podcast, we talk about this, it was the last land to be developed. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it had like the shortest amount of funding, shortest, shortest amount of planning. And it, really, to try to build about something for tomorrow, it's a hard target to hit because you don't exactly know what, what, what tomorrow brings. What does tomorrow mean? Yeah. Yes. Um, so they actually had the money... You know, uh, 12 years later to build this, um, <clears throat> but uh, so now that and this was really his real big big project. He had so many fires and I mean, some irons in the fire. I mean, pirates should 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 have been enough. Yeah, I mean, that's still the best thing I think. Mm-hmm. Oh, hands down, hands down. It's yeah, it's whatever. It's the best thing I think they can have done. Um, but Tomorrowland launched in in the summer of 1967. Um, with the monor uh, with the monorails inter- inter- intersecting over there, mm-hmm. and that people mover, and mm-hmm. that yeah, the people mover debuted that summer. Uh, Astro Orbiter was moved to the top. Oh yes, which okay. Now that little beacon things up there, now. yeah, mm-hmm. doesn't even work. No, but really, what he was trying to do was showcase how transportation, how mass transportation, could work in society, and. Um, and it was like this. I think it was like dubbed like the like the world on the move. They was like Tomorrowland, nineteen sixty seven, world on the move, sort of sort of okay. thing. So those phrases are always there. So um, so what what launched that summer was um, America. The, this is all in Tomorrowland. America the Beautiful and Circle Vision three sixty. Mm-hmm. Remember that? I told you I got dizzy on that. Oh, I love that thing. What I is never that? got it. Oh. Well, we explained before Circle Vision three sixty. Explain again. It's where where Buzz is now. Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, you would walk in, and it was basically, like I, I said, you walked in, and, and automatically, if you don't know what you're doing, um, it looks like a big empty room with screens up on the wall, and then there is handrails everywhere. Mm-hmm. So you would be like, why are there handrails and screens? So what wound up happening is, so now, if you look now, there's a lot of 360 stuff that you can find on YouTube whenever how you pan your camera yeah. around, uh, pan your phone around, and it'll give you the full immersive. Like, they did that for the opening of... Um, when they broke ground for Star Star Wars Land, they did that. You could literally go and pan around and spin around and kind mm-hmm. of get it. So this was kind of like a super, super early version of it um, where you would walk in and it would start. So you think of Soren okay. when you get in there and you fly into that world. Now, do that same thing. Multiply it with a 360 version around you, not as big of a screen, mm-hmm. all the way around you. And you didn't move, but everything moved. So that's why the handrails are so... The thing about Soren that makes it so you don't get sick or dizzy is because you're actually moving and, and so you... Yeah, I would have vom- I'd vomit. So that was one of the things. I personally loved it because I never did. You went through rapids. The, the, oh the rapid sequence was always my favorite one. You brought that up. Oh, the rapids, <laughs> dude. You're, and you're just going. So you, And the handrails were there for people who'd be like, whoa, because it could throw you but off. But you didn't move. No. No. You stood there. So the sound was going. So I personally loved it. And when they went away, I was like, oh, man, because I dug it. Yeah. It was I'm so gonna much I'm going to have fun. to Google it because I would prefer that over Buzz. I mean, I'd ride it, but I'd get sick. Oh, oh yeah. No, no. It, and you just stood there. You it's stood not. There. You, don't, you don't sit. You don't. You stand. You literally stood. And if you it, felt, Was it one room? Was there multiple one rooms? Room. One, one big, big room. room. 
Well, I mean, it would be pretty big, I guess, if it was the yep. size of Buzz. Um, yeah, it was not. It was, if you think it was, the screens were probably about theater-sized screens like yeah. you have back really? then. Really? But you like then, twelve of them, right? Yeah, so. it was all the way around. Yeah, yeah. full circle. I'm mean, gonna YouTube it. I bet you there's a yeah, video. Yeah, oh, sure. Yeah, yeah I'm sure okay. there is. All but right. yeah, Circle Vision Three. Okay. That uh, one of my favorites, like a classic that's gone. I still, I, I miss it. Is it in Florida still? Was it ever in Florida? No, I don't think it was ever in Florida. I don't think so. Right. Sorry to go off on a side no, tangent no, no, there, guys. Yeah, you didn't know. You didn't know. Like, and that's fine because I had to explain to somebody today that I work with what people mover. Oh, I love Disney. Really? Did you ever ride a people mover? A what? I'm like, oh my goodness. You don't yeah. love Disney then? Yeah. Then no. See, because she's too young. Oh. She didn't get it. She's yeah. younger than you. She's, she's like half a mark's age. No, I'm just so kidding. Anyway, that, so yeah. <laughs> so that, that that summer in Tomorrowland, we had America the, the Beautiful in Circle Vision. Um, the General Electric Carousel of Progress, which is talked about GE. Uh-huh. The People Mover presented by Goodyear. The Rocket Jets. I remember that one. Mm-hmm. The Tomorrowland Terrace. Um, mm-hmm. It's still there. Mm-hmm. Adventure Through Inner Space presented by Udi's favorite company, uh, uh, Monsanto. And Flight um, to the Moon presented by McDonald Douglas. Remember? Monsanto. Oh. Anyway, what was that? I'm sorry. I got uh, fl- Flight to the Moon. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yep, okay, okay, yep, okay. It's okay. kind of cheesy, but yep. it's funny. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, most people who like Tomorrowland regard that era, 1967, as its most magnificent mm-hmm. time. Yeah, because it had, like, because, like we said, like we said when we covered Tomorrowland, and yeah. oddly enough, uh, that same person I was talking to him about, people movers, just like, oh, yeah, here. It's like, what's your favorite land? Tomorrowland, here, listen to this podcast. So, um, we're talking about it's like, it was great for then. Because mm-hmm. it was literally was looking into tomorrow. Yeah. And the problem we have now is just not just to restate is that we're there, we're past that yeah. tomorrow, and they haven't done anything to get us the vision that 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 they had it in 1967. To get it to to show that is not what's there now. We need that same vision, but for you know 40 years in our future now. So, right. but anyway, but yeah, no. But, so absolutely fantastic for that time. But stick with that for a second. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Again. What do you think Disneyland's role in, in in showing what the future is? I think I think if you if you hearken and you stay true to the heritage of Disney, uh, it's massive because we talked about it before with Walt. Um, he was pushing things that were not there, so it's absolutely it, it, it definitely falls into the heritage and in, in, in the lineage and the and of Disney to push mediums and things that. Um, are in the future. So we talk about the, you know, when we talked about last time with with Mickey, I mean, that was him pushing an art form that wasn't fully there, you know, and he had to push the envelope. So why not? I mean, it is in their DNA to push the envelope, the parks. Look at everything they're doing in the parks um, with new technologies, the drones. So it's all in there. So it's one of those things where if they would focus and really start digging in the future. Like I said, the Mars, like people, the conversations, if you if you follow the news and you follow things, there's real conversations of Mars landings. And we already have r- multiple, couple rovers on Mars. Where's that? I mean, that's modern day. Like back in 1967, they're talking about the moon and we're talking about that and that's fantastic. But now we're talking about Mars. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. It's like living on Mars, colony on Mars. How do we do that? Like, like I said, they could take... They could take the Nemo ride and turn it like, we're going to put you inside a pod to travel into space and then make you land on Mars. I mean, do you, you, there's so many things oh, yeah. that you could do, but it takes money and investment and interest and time to do it. So they could completely take that entire area and like, like how are we going to live in the future? 
the modern appliances like they kind of did with the home of the future. They could still do that. Modern form of vehicle electricity. If they're doing that with the with the solar, what can we do there? All those kind of things are all there if they spend the time and envision that and actually make it worthwhile. That's a problem. That is the problem with Tomorrowland um, is that is that they don't do that. So that's why when Walt when it, when it opened, it was absolutely its heyday because it was doing all that. It was doing everything that I just said. It was doing it for that time. It's not doing that. It's still stuck. It's like stuck in a Groundhog Day <laughs> that they try to rehash. And he tries to, you know, if you've seen that movie, he tries to change something. And then he always winds up coming back. That's where we're at. We're in a Groundhog Day with, with Tomorrowland. So if they could literally sit there and he could, they could figure out that last missing piece or that missing piece to change it, that's what they need to do. But, yeah, so Tomorrowland, absolutely, for, for when it opened... Phenomenal. Yeah. Phenomenal. Now? I'll give you that. Meh. 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 Anyway, sorry. No, God, don't why be you sorry. Go off on Jags like Actually, that. Actually, I Gosh. enjoy it when you do that, <laughs> honestly. Oh, man. Sorry. <laughs> I apologize to everyone who didn't like that Jag. I know. Right no. in the comments below. <laughs> so, I mean. Is that right? <laughs> yeah, so that's really, I mean, it was just a very hu- hu- huge year. Uh, for, for for the park and uh, it, the way it responded after Walt's death was nothing short than amazing for me. Mm. Um, gosh, if somewhere I had written down how much they made that year, um, but uh, I, I know they they actually had uh, they had surpassed their previous years in attendance had come up. Um, question for you though, Jess, mm-hmm. we talk about um, the the legacy that Walt passed down when he passed when he when when he died and. Um, he had a real passion for the park. He had a real passion for making people happy and giving them a value. Uh, can you talk about how, um, when you hired on and you did your orientation, can you talk about the values that were there that your managers talked about to you and, and what, was, what, 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 what was your, I guess, directive from, from them for all that to keep his legacy going? Um, honestly? Yes, ma'am. Not much. Okay. Um, my time in the park was really when the park started, when the cast members started going downhill. Oh. And I'm sorry if we have cast members that are listening, but it's true. It's, you know, it's important to know this. Um, it's, they, it really started to kind of change as well as, and I think part of the reason was because the company was starting to get more money hungry at that point. The company was starting to change. Um, you used to get, you know, pins if you worked holidays. You used to get, you know, special, you know, there's so many things they used to give to their cast members to show that they were appreciated, like Walt would have done, mm-hmm. to show, you know, that, you know, without them, you know, none of this would have been, you know, can be possible. So they slowly started to, like, weed that kind of stuff out and not value their cast members as much, and in return, these cast members are no longer... I don't... I think they kind of view it as just a job. Mm-hmm. Um, it's no longer... You know, when I when I got on, it was like, all right, I you know, I mean, I'm here. This like, I'm gonna, you know, help his keep his dream alive. You know, and you you know, you treat people the way that you think that he would have treated them, and th- a lot of them don't. Um, so I really didn't see it as much as I would have liked to. And I mean, I know I've heard a lot of things from cast members that have been there longer. So a lot of friends that you know, well, you know, this is. It's really going downhill. Like, you should have been here three years ago. Or you should, you know, if you would have been here. And, I mean, one of my best friends, that's how I met him. He worked in the park. I think I was 13 when I met High. And he, um, 
I mean, they used to, I used to hear all the fun things that they would do for their cast members or the things that they would get, and, you know, you know, for working holidays and not being with their families and this and that. Um, but I, I don't see a lot of cast members even now that really, I think, value what he did or what Walt wanted mm. to have done. Yeah. Do you see a shift in that now, do you think? They're going back to that, or do you think it's kind of lost its way? Or? I think it's lost its way. Oh. I don't think they'll get it back. Hmm. Well, you know, not not. See, this is where um, we, we you always come to this crossroads about people, and I think it's one of those things that um, if you focus, it can it can easily be returned because the I, I still think at the core of it, even though we've had many discussion about it being uh, more money driven, um, you also have to realize that it's still compared to other theme parks. It's still a very unique entity. It is. Um, and it has to do because of, of what Walt instilled. So at the bedrock of that, um, of, of Disneyland, um, is all those values. So, I mean, the, the reason those values, I mean, the, re, the popularity of the park and really the popularity of the company and, and because of, and the reason why it is as big is because of the foundation that is set. So you cannot erode that. If, if you erode that, I personally think that um, the company starts failing. You'll start seeing things change. Um, but I think, I, I see where Jess is going, but I think if, if, if they took the time to refocus um, and the energy, uh, he, I think that nowadays that people in this day and age where so many people are about the instant gratification and, 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 and some of the stuff, more and more people I think, and I'm seeing it in what I do, that when you actually take the time, and I know, Mark, I think you would agree with it, and I know Jess will too because of what she does. When you actually give people the time, the effort, the energy, it is becoming so spare, spare in the world that when you do it, people, I think, are starting to get, uh, they're, they're, they're hungering for that. And so if they would do that, I think you would see that, I personally think that they would see their returns increase. Because if you took that time and paid a little bit more into and, and got those people and trained them properly mm -hmm. and made and instilled that into them, I think one thing um, would happen would be people would go like, hey, you know what, this, this hundred and something bucks that a lot of people are now running running away from because you know you're like it's too much and I'm not getting enough from my turn. If you now turn that around and go back hardcore into Walt's vision, that 125 bucks for most people would be like pennies because mm -hmm. when I walk into that park, I am treated at such a level mm -hmm. of respect, courtesy, and make me feel like I'm important. People pay a lot of money to feel like that, mm -hmm. and then when you give that. Just in the normal walk of day, I mean, I mean, just for her, for what she does, she's a waitress. She's freaking fantastic. You've seen it. I've seen it. We've been there. She's yeah. awesome. And it has to do everything with the personality and how she treats her customers. And it's the same thing there. So if they turn around, so every ride operator, every, you know, every attraction operator, every person walking through, everything, if they, if they just were taught that and then if you didn't follow that, they were weeded out quickly. I personally think that I would not. I mean, for us who are hardcore in Disney, we, we, we even us kind of balk at the price side. Everyone's like, oh my God. Yeah. But I think if you get that fully, like like I said, back in the hardcore world, Walt said, I think most people would be like, yeah, it's pricey, but oh my God, is it worth every dime? I right. mean, we, we still we feel like that. But I'm talking about the people who aren't us. I'm talking about the people who make the majority of the people who do go to Disney are not these crazy Disney people like we are. There are people who just want to go and, and experience Disneyland. And, and if they even 
had one tenth of the experience that we did growing up. Then that's it. So I, I think Disney would behoove Disney on a, on a huge, massive scale to go back into Walt's, truly go into Walt's vision of the of the park, and you would see that turnaround in dollars. I have faith in people. I agree with that. Way, I so. I mean that's not a bad statement, and it, a lot of it. And I'm not bagging on anybody that's younger, but I think a lot of it's with the younger generations Absolutely. and their work ethic and Absolutely. Um, that's a whole other conversation. It is. And that's why I don't want, like, I'm not putting anybody down. I mean, I, I'm a millennial. I mean, no, you're not. I am. No, 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 no. See, no, you're not. Well, I don't act like I'm one, Thank you. but I am one. Um, I mean, I did get a trophy just for breathing. Thank you. Yes, Thank you. But, um, <laughs> yes. So I'm taking it away. Okay, I'm going to drown. Um, but I think that a lot of it it has to do with that, and mm-hmm. it's the work ethic and the I agree. you know. I agree. You look at the older cast members, that the cast members that even that haven't been there, they say they've been there for a year. But I'm talking that are retired mm-hmm. and in their 50s and their 60s, their 70s, and they are enjoying what they're doing. Yeah. There's a completely different vibe Absolutely. from them than you get from an attraction hostess that just doesn't want to be there but has to pay for school. Yeah. Or, you know, or, you know. You can see that even today. Yep. No, I, I will agree. Yeah. The, yeah. the Our last trip over, the vibe in certain spots was a little different. Yeah. And it breaks my heart. Um, it does. And you want to know where, you know, you, you but here's the funny thing is like, you want to know where um, you still, and I think for when we went, where we got that true sense of Walt when we sat in eight. Yeah. When we sat down in eight, you think about it. You think about when where? we ate, when we ate at, um, was it the Riverbell Terrace? Riverbell mm-hmm. Terrace. Yeah. Think about that. That was fun. It was fun. You, and you think about our, our server. He was fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah. We were just like, hey, you know, and, and so I'm like, look at that. Then when we went to, and even when we went to um, Plaza Inn. No, not Plaza Inn, where we ate with, uh, where we ate with Patrick. Um, Rancho. Yeah. Yeah. The just, just the lady, just the lady freaking checking us out, getting, you know, giving her money. She was freaking awesome yeah. too, and she was just like, ah, da, da, and, and all she was literally was a cashier taking your money, but she was happy and just talking to everybody, and boom, like, oh, there's a difference. And the guys, the the women that were making our silence too. Yeah, they were just happy to make our silence. Yeah, you want like, she want that. Yeah, oh yeah, sure. cool. And then the guy yeah. was just like, and the, the yeah. guy was kind of a little like, yeah, you know, he wasn't quite as as upbeat as him, but still, like, and you're thinking to myself, see, see, this is part of the hospitality of it. So that's a host, that is direct hospitality industry, IHS. So you have that. So if you have that, you make more. And if you can span that out into the attractions and everything else and go back to that, think about it. Just think about it. And it would harken back to when we were kids going back there because I can never have, like I said, I've never had a bad day in the park. No. Um, I just had some that are better than others. Mm-hmm. And then, but you think about it, those, the best days are the ones that are in the past. And we're talking not our last trip or no. the trip I had before yeah. or the trip I had before that. It's more like when I was 13, 14, 15. Yeah. yeah. That time. Yeah. Yep. So it would return. Disney, listen, just do that. This is real. This is real talk right here. Yeah. yeah. Real just talk hire with me Disney. to hire yeah. people. I can yeah. do no, it. And, and, and that is very true words. If, if I'm like somebody's like, you're in charge of recruitment, uh, one you. Jess Farfan over here. Um, put her in charge. She will yeah. freaking weed out the crappy people pretty quick. And you should do that. And See, she yeah. should. See, your answer was not exactly, not at all what I thought you were going to say. I, I thought you were going to say, oh, Mark, man, when I hired in there, we had like two weeks of talking about the core values of Walt and everything. 
And this is why it's important. And this is why we have to treat the guests like this because mm -hmm. this is the way Walt would have done it. Well, no, no, no. completely yeah, different. Perfect. Why not? Way to ruin your night. Yeah. Hey. So you are a, you are a, a waitress right now. I am. And you love Disneyland. What restaurant between the both parks did they suggest you could be a waitress at one of these parks? Which ones would you be? Wine Country Toria. Really? <laughs> <laughs> was there any? I was like, something with what? Um So you had the a village house listed as yours, not you? Right. Oh my god. No, gosh. that'd be my same my same costume as before. I'm getting away from that. I'm going from pea green pants to like grape purple, like Merlot color pants. Merlot. Um, no, I would go there. And this, I mean, <laughs> this is coming from a waitress's point of view. The tabs are high. Mm -hmm. At where? Wine Country oh, Tutoria. Okay. okay. Um, the, the food is very expensive. Um, therefore, your tabs are high. And your parties of are. eight or more, gratuity, seven or more, gratuity is automatic. Okay. And most people that go to Disneyland are families that are of that size. Yeah. Yes. Um, and I... And that's more of a fine dining. That's mm -hmm. where something that I'd want to be is more fine dining. But um, I did ask a server there one day. I asked him, I said, you know, I said, if you don't mind, what do you make in a day? And um, he told me, he said, if he works an eight-hour day, then he can make anywhere from four to $500 a day. And I said, sign me up, Jeez. please. Because, wow. I mean, I'm happy with what I make every day. Yeah. But four or $500, and that's if you work an eight-hour shift. There's nobody that works. I mean, there are some people that work full time at Disney, but nobody's not a lot of people are full time. Mm -hmm. So you're all part time. So you're only working three, four hours. So then you cut that in half. Mm -hmm. It's still great, mm -hmm. which is about what I make when I'm working. But there's so many people that don't want to work that they will ask to ER, which is early release. Mm -hmm. And you can go in and you can pick up their shift and be like, I'll stay. That it'll tell you right when you clock in, like so and so wants to leave. Like, would you like, you know, would you like to extend? And you're like, yes, please, I would, and I'll stay. I mean, I worked 11 hours at book one day, best time of my life. I was beat tired, but I loved it. Yep. Um, but yeah, I would totally do it. Yeah, wine country, that's where nice. I'd go. Yeah. Wow. Is that very atmospheric though? It's beautiful. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's um. Like right, it's what's right across the street from Cars. It's mm -hmm. right across from Cars yeah, Land. Yeah, I've walked by it. The blue cellar, blue sky cellar is right there. Yeah. We went so you go upstairs. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you can go upstairs. There's a dining area down where you can get your wine and your beer and whatnot. You can eat lunch and stuff, but when you go okay. upstairs, it's gorgeous. It's okay. Beautiful. Oh, I love it. Nice. Yeah. Have you ever eaten at the Napa Rose or? Uh, Steakhouse 55. I've eaten a steak. I, oh. I went on a date Steakhouse 55. Oh. I think it was $13 for a side of asparagus. Oh. I, I heard stories about that. I, I felt wanna, really bad. I want to try that place. It's really good. It's just really expensive. So, but it's really good. What'd you think of your burger at the Tangaroa Terrace? Yeah, Uwe. I mean, we were all so tired. I don't know if you even remember. <laughs> I'm like... From where? I'm still remembering my mug, which I don't have. Out the outdoor seating, first night. That was cool. We were Just so relaxed. Uh, for a burger, so it was a burger. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was nothing crazy. Um, I enjoyed my chicken salad actually better. I like the atmosphere there more than Starting of Udi's food review. Did you see what you just got him to do? Oh, yes. He's going on a tangent now. Where's my music? <laughs> uh, anyway, um... So um, that was all right. Um, the atmosphere was good. I liked that. I enjoyed the I atmosphere. I always enjoyed that. Nice. I mean, plus, I mean, it was, uh, uh, you know, no one get big-headed, but it was nice, the company we had, too. Yeah. So the company sure. that I had 
which was Mark and Jess and 13. Yeah. So um, that was cool. Mm-hmm. That was cool. Nice. It was nice being there, uh, being the whole the whole crew and everyone just kind of hanging out after a, a day. And it was just like. It was nice. It was, it was, it was relaxing. A good finish. It was, it a, was good a good finish. finish. We hiked to get there. Uh, we, I don't remember the walk back. You I don't? was so tired. Yeah, it was, oh, it was kind of, yeah, I remember thinking we have so far to go, and it just kept on one foot in front of the other, and then finally when we got to the hotel, it's like, thank God. Yeah. It was a here. long walk. It was yeah. a long walk. But, yeah, no, that 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 was uh, that was fun. That was a good night. That was a good way to end that first night. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, so and you And the were, drink was pretty good. It was, and you got a cool cup. I do. I have it. I still have it. Oh. I have yet to drink from it again, though. Well, you need to bring it over here. I know it's supposed to stay here. We're all supposed to. You don't. You have one. I don't have. You one. don't have. One. I didn't get one. You didn't get one. I don't know why. Because I was moving and I didn't oh, want that's more right. stuff. So now you can get one. Now I'll get one. Yeah. Now I'll get one. Don't. There, there we go. That'll be our. You have the drink zombie cups. skull. What did I you do. get, Mark? I had the tiki cup. The tiki. The tall one, right? Yes. Okay, so I'll get something did, different. I know thirteen got. What did thirteen get? Skull? Oh oh, no, she got. I got the zombie. I think she did the same. No, no, no. She did the the uh, the. Oh, the big the the barrel. Yeah, it's a barrel thing. Like, wasn't it like a like a? uh, There's a picture. Yeah. Wine barrel or something. Oh yeah, the tiki. Yeah, it was yes, because it was supposed to be in the tiki punch. Yeah, and then they were out of something, and and so she just wanted to get the cup. I remember that now. That's right. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For all of you that are thinking or are curious, it is on our Instagram. Oh yeah. That's right. Okay. And that's right, because her cup, she just got it to go. Yeah, because she didn't, yeah. Because she didn't, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. It was on Instagram. Check it out. Yeah, and that was was a night that uh, we thought we were getting ninja'd. You know who, I'm not going to say who it was. Who it it was. Yeah, we got ninja'd. You know know who it is. (laughs) You know who you are that guessed all of our drinks. Yes. Who ninja'd us on the drinks. (laughs) Wata! Yeah. But anyway. <laughs> All right. Uh, all right. So you have a quote in this segment? Um, I just, no, I just had like a little closing statement kind of to tie it all together. But I think we really covered everything. But I'm going to read it anyways because I wrote it. <clears throat> okay. So the year 1967 saw the addition of Pirates of the Caribbean, a remarkable attraction, which still entertains guests of all ages to this day. It also brought about the new land, New Orleans Square, which is now home to some of the most popular Disney attractions, as well as the most exclusive Disney restaurant. 1967 also saw a much-needed update to the futuristic Tomorrowland, and despite the tragedy and challenges of continuing the company without its visionary leader, 1967 proved to be a spectacular year for Walt's original theme park, Disneyland. Amen. Amen. Very nice. Um, And I do want to take a second, because it is December 5th. I do want to say happy birthday to Walt, because it is his birthday today. Mm -hmm. Um... So he would have been 115. So. Happy birthday, Walt. Yes. Happy birthday, Walt. Thank you for everything. Yep. And and just to not not and just to tap into that, I just want to yeah. I think I said it last time, but I'll just say it again real quick. Just saying a thank you for um, giving uh, affecting the world in such a positive manner that you did. Um, and we're all I think millions of people are indebted to that. Millions. Yeah. What kind of person would I be without? Oh man, could you imagine? I can't even. I, you know, honestly, if you remove Disney from you, I don't even know. I can't even picture that. Like, I, I really can't. I can't either. I mean, I've known you for how long, and and that has been ingrained. I mean, from the word go, it's like, hi, my name is Jess. I really like Walt Disney. All right, cool. Nice <laughs> to meet you too. I, mean, it's like almost I think my jersey number was fifty-five on the back too. Yeah, I think so too. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know what kind of person I'd be without that. It'd be interesting. I know you would be a couple tattoos down. Yeah. 
Yeah. I don't know. That's weird. <laughs> I don't know. I don't like to think about that. Uh, anyway, so we won't. But yeah, anyway. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, I can echo that. Happy birthday to Walton. Thanks for giving us a park to talk about and and complain about and and dream about and, and look forward to and yeah. all kinds of stuff. Yeah, you know, when you think about it, it's just it's amazing that we that that something that was created so long ago by uh, a person can can drive um, people like us three. I mean, I think you really look at all three of us, and we've all described where we've come from, and we're all from very different walks and different. Uh, we grew up in different ways, but look, here we are around uh, a table talking about this, and then sharing it with uh, all the listeners um, mm-hmm. who all shared the same kind of ideals. So. Um, yeah, you, you, again, um, people like him are one in, one in once in a lifetime will affect culture and the world more than any politician, um, um, yeah. and positively than any politician or any kind of government official or anything like that could do. Um, it just comes down to um, highlighting what's good in people, and that's really what what wins the day. When you have good people thinking in a good way about people, that wins the day every yep. day. Absolutely. Yep. Thank you again. Mm-hmm. Thank you again. So that was episode 23. Uh, episode 24 will come out in a couple weeks. It's going to be our end of the year show. We're going to talk about, um, I think we might have a trip report. Yeah, you'll have a trip report and a game. And a game. What? It's going to be a, a game from technically inside the park. But I'm going to have to bring it back. For us or for listeners? It's going to be for you guys, and I, I will give you them. Okay. I will give you said objects. I will email them to you or text them to you so that you can post them so that people we, can look at them. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Are we playing the game? We're playing the game. We're playing the game? Yeah. Okay, okay. we're playing. I know this game. Jess and I play, I know this game because Jess and I play this game all the time. Okay. Hmm. So that's why this one's just called The Game. It's Yeah, literally it has no name. It's just it has The a, Game. It's The Game. So that's why whenever I say we're playing the game, we're playing the game. And I, I don't know how many times it's actually like, we're playing the game. Like when you've been down there, I'm mm-hmm. like, the game. And you're like, yes. And I was like, okay. Okay, here we I go. Don't need, don't need. And then so, my phone dies. Yeah. And then the game's over. I'm like, <laughs> two. I got like two. Where's <laughs> okay. the rest? I'm like, phone. Like, where are you at? Come on. And so it's just like, yeah. But um, so, yeah, yeah, so now everyone will now be introduced to the game. the game that Jess and I have been playing for, what, five, mm-hmm. six years? Yeah. God, forever. Okay. Yeah, Mark's It'll be Mark's be on first that. one. Woohoo. Uh, you're going to like it. It's fun. Okay. <laughs> I, you know what? I'm going to predict right now, my first year in production, Mark's going to do really well at that game. Yes, he will. Because if you think about how Mark looks at the park, uh-huh. think about it. Yeah. Okay. Mark's going to win the game. No pressure. No oh, pressure. Uh, yeah. If you don't win this game, you're a loser. Okay. But no pressure. <laughs> Wonderful. Um, and then the second part of our show, we are going to talk about our predictions for 2017. i got to start working on this. And so, mm-hmm. listeners, I'm talking to you now. Um, please send us your top three to five predictions for what you think is going to happen to the park, uh, send it on Instagram or send it to Jess or send it to info yeah, at Faith, or, yeah, Instagram Facebook. even has Messenger. You can okay. you can send us messenger messages on Instagram. And mm-hmm. we will read them on the air. So, Michael, Patrick, Fernando. Yeah. Uh, Alexander. Getting called out. Alexander. Who else do we have? Thirteen. Thirteen. There's, yep. there's, there's so many. There's yep. so many. Well, you can make 13 do it, right? Th- 13 has no choice. Yeah, she okay. has no choice. She has no choice, I know. Honestly, if 13 doesn't have any one, at least one in here, I'm, I bring her with. Because I will. Yeah, she'll be here for that one. She's not sitting across from her and be like, what are you doing? What yeah. are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Awesome. So, yeah, so next episode 24 will be our last one for the, for the year. Crazy. Well, we've got lots Crazy. of new stuff coming for you in 2017. 24. 
Is that good or bad? That's good, dude. I, I, you know, uh, I, did, I don't know. Every time, every time, you know, and just having my conversation with, like, we started, like I was talking before. Um, it's, it's just having, having the, the response that we're starting to get from the show is freaking phenomenal. And, and, <laughs> I, and, I, and I've said it before, and I'm going to keep on saying it. It is all due to people who listen, and I am so great, grateful, and humbled by the people that listen to it and, and, oh, yeah. and um. And interact with us for just you know a, sh- a schmo who just sits there and likes to talk and hear himself talk, um, and then having this phenomenal people around me for it. So it's like it's freaking awesome. And without you guys, we're nothing. We would just be talking to ourselves, which you know actually uh, I'll leave I don't enough, mind I'm fine that. with that. Uh, but but you but know we like but, you guys. Yeah, but, so but we you. like it and we appreciate it. And yes. so I mean uh, yeah, it's, it's, and I'm just sitting here kind of shocked about it. This little experiment that uh, Mark took two or three months to uh, ask me to even start. Um, That's an absolute true statement. Yeah, that is a true statement. He just didn't want it. He was just Mark is being Mark. And he's a great guy, and just like I don't know if I want to bring it up. And when you finally bring it up, I, and I think I said it before, it's like, what? Yeah, dude, let's do that. Let's not that. Let's let's do that. That would be freaking fun. And then here we are. We add on Jess, and yeah. here we are, twenty four episodes later, and uh, we're getting the response that we are, and it's phenomenal. Yeah. It's such a show. I mean, really, we haven't even been out doing this a year yet. I mean, no. we're at we're at ten coming up with a ten month mark, and it's awesome. And it's. <laughs> I love it. So, yeah. I, again, I, I, I'm just thankful to everyone who listens and so, so dank, uh, thankful and grateful for giving us your much valued time. Yes. Much appreciated. And appreciate sharing it. And sharing in our love for Walt Walt Disney and and Disneyland in general. And his vision. Yeah. Yep. yep. Absolutely. So, thank you. Thank you so much. Um, so, if you like us, you can follow us on Instagram at Leaving Today Podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can go to iTunes and search for Leaving Today Podcast. You can go to Stitcher and go to li- and search for Leaving Today Podcast. Twitter is Leaving Today Podcast. You guys catching on to the theme? Yeah. <laughs> Let me guess. Leaving Today Podcast? No, actually, Leaving Twitter, Today. What's tw- Leaving Today Pod? What, what's That's that actually Twitter. I'm okay, sorry. Leaving Today Pod. But Facebook yeah. is, is Leaving Today Podcast. Yep. And then our website, Leaving Today Podcast. Okay. Yep. Leaving Mormonism? Was that it? Mm, no, we're ahead of them, aren't we? Yeah, we are. All right. Yes, we're barely. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jess, where can people find about you? Um, Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook. Well, Instagram and Snapchat are uh, at Jess Farfan. You can find me on there. Uh, and then on Facebook, it's Jessica Farfan. You can find me on there. Facebook's the Leaving Today podcast. We think we only have 50 likes. We need more. On what? S- Facebook. Oh, okay. We only have 50 likes. Really? I don't know. I don't do... I, Instagram's 172 yeah. followers. What? Yeah, we're, yeah we got yeah. two since I posted those pictures before we started tonight. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so... Sorry, that's uh, the Instagram blowing up. That's, yeah. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> yeah. So, yep. And that's where you can oh find me. Okay. Udi, where can people find more Woody Banner? Uh, <laughs> the... the the places you can find me are uh, at uh, Instagram, Snapchat, and Twitter are all uh, HacksGoalie uh, at each one. Uh, and then my other show, which is uh, BatterBad.com, or BatterBad, and it'll be BatterBad.com. Um, so, and we do movie reviews right there, and Rogue One is coming, and uh, we may have a surprise uh, sit-in. Uh, might actually be in there. We'll see. Um, so yeah, you can follow me there for a whole other aspect of me. And I'm a little bit more, um, no, I'm pretty much the same person. I just swear more on there. (laughs) (laughs) Shocker. Pretty much it. I know, right? (laughs) Awesome. Good. So, and my name is Mark. You can find me at, I don't know, Instagram at leaving today podcast and email at info at leaving today podcast.com. 
All right. And again, all the show notes will be on leaventodaypodcast.com for this episode. Yep. Awesome. Woo! <laughs> all right. Episode 24. I hope to have my voice back. <clears throat> I hope to not have sniffles. Yeah. And I will be sick. My first prediction is I'll be 100% okay. Beauty will be fine. <laughs> Beauty's always fine. Yep, I try. <laughs> all right. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you. Thank you guys. See you guys in the parks. See, see you ya. there. is gonna hurt a lot bam oh what <laughs> thank you boo oh no it's a good one all right you guys ready drink your alcohol that's way too strong let's Sorry. get going because oh, i got tacos waiting for me oh i'm okay. going I'm com- am i coming over now no. right. <laughs> kitty, kitty, kitty. <laughs> i like it